it's uh, true, true neutral. True neutral. True neutral. True neutral. I'm Keenan and I'm Derek. And I forgot where I was for a second. I didn't just forget the show this time. I forgot that this was a room. Uh, any, anyway, how's your week been? Oh, it's been a week, I suppose. Oh, nothing too exciting happening. Are you sure about that? Uh, I mean, for me personally, yeah. I've been playing lots of Resident Evil 8, which I'm sure I will talk about, because that's about the extent of what I've been doing. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, uh, I have had, honestly, a much more exciting week this yeah. week. Uh, because my partner and I both got our taxes back within just a couple days of each other. Hell yeah. And we both bought each other cool things as, like, a kind of surprise. We kind of knew each other was going to get each other something, but we didn't know what they were going to be. We both got each other gaming stuff. Nice. She got me a PS5. I got her a gaming PC. Hell yeah. I know I haven't upgraded our laptop yet. I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) She deserves that gaming PC. It's just for her. She's had a bunch of her own stuff broken, either by the kids or by the dog or by, you know, just carelessness in general. Yeah. So it's just kind of, it's just kind of sucked. So now she's got something really nice that's just for her, and I'm stoked about it. Hell yeah. But I got a PS5. That's awesome. Also stoked about that. The controller feels sick as hell. You got to feel the controller. Yeah, it is literally one of the most comfortable controllers I've ever put my hands on in my entire life. It is. It's a great controller. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's fucking sick as hell. Um, yeah. So we've just been. Uh, we haven't really been sitting around to enjoy those that all that much because we've been like our taxes are. Kind of good because we get the kids. Mm-hmm. We've got the kids on there, so uh, we we get enough back. But we also have basically gone through it just by buying stuff for the house. We yeah, bought a whole bunch of things because like we get do get our taxes back, but we also own a house, mm-hmm. so we don't. Well, our rent isn't ridiculous. Sorry, everybody who's renting, that sucks. But um, the. The downside of that is that we have to do all our own repairs. We have to figure out how to fix stuff. We have to figure out what it costs to fix stuff. And, hey, spoilers, it's a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, I, we finally bought a dishwasher. Hell yeah. It should be here next week, but I've lived in this house for four years, and the dishes always pile up. Four years? 2019, December of 2019, so. Four Almost going on five. Going on five, yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I we've never had a dishwasher, and the dishes just constantly pile up because we're all too lazy to do the dishes, if we're honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Dishes suck. Dishes suck, and we, like, it's really easy to just make a sink and a half worth of dishes in one meal. Yeah. And if you're full after a meal, it's just it's just a pain in the ass. I mm-hmm. know people had discipline back in the day to do all the dishes as soon as you were done with dinner. I I don't have it in me. <laughs> but I don't. I'm tired, goddammit. Now I'm full and tired. I'm tired and I'm full, and if there's... Like, dishes take a minute. <laughs> I don't wanna. 
I, I do it a lot, and I just don't want to. I got to do them tonight, and I just don't want to. <laughs> and so I'm really excited. We we splooshed we we all over our dishwasher. Make That's sure how you claim it as yours. <laughs> this I, one, it comes to me next week now. I splooshed yeah. on it. That guy at the hardware store was just like, sir. You're under arrest. <laughs> you, need, you need to go. You can just order this online, but you need to get out of the store now. <laughs> oh, cash in hand, you say? Well, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, Capitalism at its finest. That's, a, that's supposed to be here next week, and uh, my partner insisted that I pay extra for the installation so it's done right. Yeah, well, then you don't have to do it. I know, it's, it was just like another 150 bucks on top of stuff. But just, dude, that's better than you trying to do it and then having to pay God knows how much to fix whatever happened in the plumbing because none of us know how to do plumbing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It's just, ugh. Yeah, it, 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 it almost doubled in price after delivery fees and installation fees and everything. So yeah, yeah. It, it's, it just felt hefty. It, it's gonna, but it'll be a lot better in the long run just to have professionals take care of it. That's yeah. that's always my view on it. Like, if it's plumbing or electrical, I'm going to call someone and I will pay whatever it is to have them fix it because God knows I will make it worse. Because literally everybody has said that to me. I want to learn electrical. <laughs> I just want to do it. I just, I'm going to figure it out because... A lot of my electrical stuff needs done. Like all the wiring in my house. Yeah, yeah. I, I will want to hire a professional to do that. Obviously, that's a big job and really important. Mm-hmm. Keeps my family safe. Yeah. That's 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 a different thing. But like That's also like a big like almost a remodel esque type deal. That's that's a lot. Yeah, it's a big it's a big one. That's why we didn't do it with taxes this year, obviously, because that's just both of our taxes gone. Like Instantly, just to that. Yeah. No fun, no anything. No nothing going anywhere else, yeah. I, so, um, yeah, I haven't I haven't done that yet, but I, for, like, home stuff, like, I need to repair my, a couple of my lights or replace a couple of my lights mm-hmm. for, like... Like the fan thing in the, in the kitchen? Yeah, the the fan that we all play D&D under every <laughs> single week is literally hanging by wires. It's a pendulum of doom. It and swings. I, it swings the whole time it spins. It sits basically right above Kirsten and I's heads where we sit. Yeah, yeah it does. It's very Final Destination every time we play D&D, <laughs> and I love it. It would just, like... I would really hate if it did actually fall at some point, but if it fell right after somebody rolled a D1... Yeah, right? So, it's funny, because I have this... crit fail. I have this scar across the bridge of my nose from... So, you know... Like how this light right here has, like, this domed glass thing over the the top of it? Yeah, the booby light. Yeah. So... In uh, the bedroom that Katie and I used to share, we had one that was like just one of those pieces of square oh, glass story, yeah. that's held on by like just the center knob thing, yeah. right? That just yeah. screws on there. And I woke up in the middle of the night one night because I heard something just weird. Like I could not figure out what the hell the sound was. And I'm like, it sounds like I don't know, scratching maybe, or like a, a metal scraping sound or something. I couldn't fucking figure it out. Yeah. It was really quiet, almost like a mouse quiet. And I'm like laying in bed trying to figure out what this is. 
and I sit up and I look up at the ceiling, and right as I look up, that square thing literally falls off of the lights <laughs> and just crashes over my face. And it split the bridge of my nose open. I have a scar on the bridge of my nose now from it. But I'm surprised it didn't break my nose. It didn't cut anyone else or anything or me anywhere else, just across the bridge of my nose. I like that you said anyone else, like there were multiple other people in the bed. Well, Katie was there, and I... the dog was there. <laughs> Dogs are people, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad no one else got cut. It was just funny the way you said it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, and then, like, cause, and she was asleep, so then she woke up, she's like, what happened? I'm like, the glass just fucking fell off of the lights and hit me in the face. My face hurts, <laughs> is what I would've said. Like, I'm still, I cannot figure out how it fell, why, like, because if the bolt, the, I didn't, I was sitting right underneath it, if the bolt had fallen off, I would've noticed that. Right. But the bolt didn't fall off, and I never found the little bolt thing that screws up, screwed up on there. <laughs> Which was definitely there when we went to sleep that night. Also, if that's gone, how was the glass just hanging there? Because there's nothing else that holds it there. It's just held there by the pressure of that fucking nut that's holding it on. I, I have so many questions about how that happened. And I will never get the answers to any of them. It, it makes no sense. It's about as close as you can get to witnessing a paranormal experience without actually saying, I saw a ghost. Because there's no reason that that glass should have been hanging there. There's no reason that the the little nut thing should have gone missing. There's none, none of it makes sense. If what I heard was the glass like fall, slowly falling down on the the screw part, maybe, yeah. or like the the nut thing slowly unturning, yeah. could have been what I heard. But I never found the nut, so that doesn't make sense. I never hit the bed. I would have noticed it. I would have found it as I cleaned up all the glass shards that were all over everything afterwards. You never know. It could have bounced, but it it does seem weird. I don't know. The squeaking makes it sound like it was getting unscrewed or it was coming unscrewed. Yeah. Coming unscrewed to <laughs> die! <laughs> but I I just I have no explanation for, for a lot of that, but that's definitely a thing that happened. I have the scar to prove it. So, <laughs> Well, that's fun. Uh, fuck. What were we, um... Talking about the light of doom, fixing that. In the kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, just, yeah, home home stuff. I just want to learn to do home electrical stuff, so I just mm-hmm. don't want to have to be afraid of it. And now that the weather's getting nicer, I want to start whittling away at the giant pile of scrap oh, yeah, that we actually, have. Oh, yeah, that's actually... I borrowed my dad's pickup. I'm going to try and do a dump run either today, tomorrow, or Monday. I'm not sure if they're closed tomorrow. Uh, the Clarkston dump is not closed tomorrow. I, no, wait, no, it is. The Idaho one isn't, but don't take stuff to the Idaho one if you live over here in Washington. Okay. Learned that almost the hard way. Almost the hard way. They charge $25 per cubic yard of thing, and it's, it's just a lot of money. Okay. It's just an exorbitant amount of money that they will charge you because you're coming from out of state. All right. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess. Uh, out of state penalty. Yeah. Back to the five yard line or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat first down. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't have a whole lot of news. I'm going to talk about the game I got for my PlayStation. Um, 
it's not a PS5 exclusive. I did, I actually, I tried to get, um, so one con to getting a PS5. So I got the disc drive one. Okay. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. Very happy about that. But, um, because I just wanted to play a PS5 game, and I, you know, I have the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. I, I bought Survivor. Because I was like, oh, I got, I got it, I'm going to get the new game, the game I've been wanting to play that's just for PS5. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough space on my PS5 to download this game. Now, I, I did transfer over, like, my, my standard files, like my, my profile mm-hmm. files from my PS4. So my save data's on there, and, like, I had one game installed. <laughs> but installing everything that I could would have still left me over 100 gigs short of what I needed for this game. Wow. Because there is so much storage taken up by the PlayStation's internal drives. That's insane. Yeah, I actually have to get an external storage to play this game. That's crazy. Yeah. So, that's kind of a bummer, Yeah, I'm being honest with you. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. But, I I did get another game, and I'm going to talk about it a little later. Um, <laughs> do, uh, do we have any news? I'm trying to think if I have any news or not. Uh, I feel like... I did have something that I was going to talk about. Oh yeah, there was the the fun story we're a little behind the time on now, but there was the the story that came out of Florida where a cop freaked out and oh yeah the the shot acorn, right yeah he shot. So they had to pull a, a guy over, and and I've actually seen like the body cam footage since then <laughs> of this, and it is. Wow, I should have made you watch it, honestly. <laughs> it's really fucking funny. Um, so this cop has this guy pulled over, right? And he is handcuffed and in the back of this SUV. And he walks, like, is walking up and down or whatever. And he walks past his squad car. And he's parked underneath a tree. And as he's walking by, an acorn falls out of the tree and hits the top of his squad car. Okay. And he freaks out. And thinks that um, he it was a gunshot, <laughs> right? Somehow I don't know how because if you've ever heard an acorn hit anything, it does not sound like a gunshot. Even falling out of a tree onto a, a metal car, an acorn would not sound like a gunshot. <laughs> they just they make different sounds. <laughs> yeah, they they really do. <laughs> I've shot guns, and I've thrown acorns. I I have (laughs) shot guns, and I've hit cars with lots of things that are, you know, acorn-like. I don't know if I've thrown specifically acorns at a car, but I've thrown walnuts at a car. Yeah, that's pretty That's very acorn-like. Yeah. Uh, Like, I don't know. There's just... I don't think there's any way anybody (laughs) who's ever heard a gun could mistake those two noises. (laughs) Right? Like, just... I'm I, I I'm not like a big gun guy. Like I don't know, you know, individual like models of gun. Yeah. But I do know what a gun sounds like. Right. And I do know that it doesn't sound like some small object hitting a car. Yeah. Yeah. I have shot gun. Gun I, make loud bang. Gun make loud bang. Like a, a notably loud bang. Yeah. 
Um, uh, did he have earplugs in? I don't know. So the next thing that did happens... he usually have earplugs in and he just took them out and everything's very loud to him? Because that doesn't seem like a good way to do your job, either. He, he pulls his gun, he screams, Shots fired! Shots fired! Shots fired! And then he does this... Amazing, like he's practiced it for years. He does this double somersault Dark Souls roll (laughs) to get out of the way, right? He stands up, he unloads like his whole clip into the back of this SUV with the guy that's handcuffed in the back seat in it, because that's where he thinks the shot came from, was the guy in the back seat of the (laughs) SUV that's handcuffed. So he unloads, like, this whole clip into the back of the thing. He starts yelling, I'm hit, I'm hit, (laughs) and he hides behind a car, right? Wow. (laughs) I didn't know he said that. And then... He clearly wasn't. No, no, he's not at all. He's not hit at all. The only person shooting is him. (laughs) So then there's also body cam footage of, like, another officer that was on scene from a different angle, right? And she's, like, off talking to someone else, like, a few, a little ways down. You don't see him shooting the gun or anything in uh, that body cam footage. You hear him yell, shots fired, and you yell, hear him just unload and start screaming that he's hit. And then... As she's, like, running up and asking if he's okay and whatnot and trying to get to him, she's telling people to get back in their houses, you see him come from behind one of the cars and crawl on his hands and knees. Like, the fastest little scurry crawl across the road to hide behind another car. And he's just like... He just, like, scurries across the road all fast as shit. And that's kind of where the body cam footage ends. Now, luckily, he didn't hit. He shot like a stormtrooper and was somehow unable to hit the guy that was handcuffed in the backseat of the car, thankfully. (laughs) Um, That guy who had been pulled over for something totally random. It was like supposedly like stealing his girlfriend's vehicle or something. I'm not sure what it was. He got let off. He just got let go because they were like, we're really sorry about this. And um, the other guy, it's unclear as to whether or not the cop was fired or if he resigned, but uh, he no longer is a police officer now. That's good. (laughs) He should not be. Yeah, well, it's as unfortunate as it is, in so many of these cases, the cops would not... He might be suspended for a little while or something, but that would be, like, the worst of it. Yeah, and with pay, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, he he straight up is is just not a cop anymore, which is good. That's that's the right course of action. There are certain people who should not be officers. Uh, actually, no one should be officers. There should be no cops. Yeah. A-cap. But uh, oh, there I, are especially certain people who should not be be cops. I, I also I, saw an interview. Sorry. No, I, is uh, it the same story? No, different story. No, so. go ahead then. Uh, I saw an interview with uh, uh, Inside Edition interviewing, what's his name? He's one of those big TV preachers, Kenneth. Cole? Kenneth That's somebody. Some- Kenneth Cole is somebody. Kenneth something. Um, but he's one of the... He's one of those big, like, uh, TV evangelical preachers or whatever. TV evangelicals? Yeah, he recently went on... Uh, he was on something, and he said uh, something about 
not wanting to go. He refuses to fly commercial because he doesn't want to be amongst the demons or something <laughs> like that, right? And so Inside Edition, Kenneth Copeland, ah. that's him. So this chick from Inside Edition caught up with him and was like, just interviewing him, and he's like, well, obviously she caught him in like a parking lot because he's standing in like the passenger seat of the car, or passenger door with the door open, and oh. he's kind of leaning like halfway in the car, halfway on the door, right. talking to her. And it is literally one of the creepiest, like, that man is, is kind of terrifying. <laughs> like Every televangelist I've ever seen talk, just just speaking, is horrifying. Yeah. They're horrifying people. Like, he, like, he keeps smiling at her, like, super, like, weird, creepy smiles. And she's, like, just trying to ask, like, what did you mean by, like, saying you didn't want to be stuck in in the air in a tube with demons? She's like, are you calling just the people that fly commercial demons or whatever? Like, because that's pretty bad for his bottom line, if that's what he's doing. Yeah. Gets a good portion of his money from... Average vote. Yeah, from people donating to the cause, you know? conned. Conned people. Yeah. Um, which he actually does admit to that at, at one point. He says, not all of my money comes from my congregation or some something like that. See how con is in congregation. <laughs> um, but no, there was one point where she just like blatantly asked, she's like, do you think that just regular people are demons then? And he like... The like he gets angry. You can see like it slips for a minute, and he gets angry, and he leans in and he points his finger in her face. He's like, "I did not say that. You will not say that I did." And then like, and then like he realizes what he's done, and the mask like comes back, and he gets this weird, creepy smile on his face, <laughs> and he like starts quoting scripture and shit again, like fucking American Psycho. All yeah, no, it is it, it is a an insane an insane. Thing to watch happen. Uh, really crazy interview. Uh, yeah, Inside Edition Kenneth Copeland interview. You should go check that out. It, I, it's it's very. I might actually watch that just for myself. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, I'm probably when we get done, I'm gonna make you watch the body cam footage that I was talking about because, <laughs> wow, <laughs> just wow. <laughs> All right, so I I have a little bit of business news. Okay. Um, so this is. This is an article from CNBC I'm going to be quoting from. So, you, you know, I'm, I'm pulling from the news world. Yeah. Um, Disney is investing $1.5 billion for a stake in Epic Games. Why? Uh, I mean, I know why, because they like money. That's why, but... Quote, the media giant will work with the Fortnite studio to create new games and an entertainment universe where consumers can... And this is a quote from Disney within the quote from the article. You're a little quiet. Maybe bring your mic close. Uh, why am I still quiet? No, no, now you're not. Sorry. The quote from Disney um, is they will play, watch, shop, and engage with content, characters, and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. Okay. So, are they just trying to get all of those people into Fortnite? Are you going to be like Mickey Mouse with a gun? Is that what they want? No, I think they're going to take the people who are playing Fortnite into a Disney space, is the idea. That's not going to work. 
because the people that play Fortnite like Fortnite. They're going to be like, well, give Mickey Mouse a gun and put me back in Fortnite, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just did it with Lego. I don't think Lego's an outright shooting thing, right? Like, no. It's, it's more of a creative, fun building thing, but within Fortnite. Yeah, okay. So I so, think that's probably what's going to happen. So um, they're turning Fortnite into Roblox? Yes. Fortnite's already Roblox. Did you not know that? No, uh, I've never played Fortnite, man. <laughs> All right, so... I've never, never played it. The only time I ever play Fortnite is to make sure my FPS skills are still fine, you know? Sure, yeah. Because uh, I, I just don't play very many games, and I like to feel good about myself every now and then, and uh, because my son plays most of the time, I'll just go and win a round of Battle Royale. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but I don't, I don't do anything else. I don't even do squads. Okay. Like, I just do the one-person Battle Royale. Yeah. That's it. So, uh, what I have watched my son do, because he liked to play Fortnite a lot before he got in trouble and hasn't been able to play games, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he uh, would just go to the menu and search around the other games that they made. Okay. And there's a countless number of just individually made games that range in genre and style but are all just in the Fortnite engine interesting yeah so this already exists okay all right hopefully it's a better you know community than what was built up in roblox i think um just by way of it being so broadly open it has to be because roblox is kind of um well that's a kid's game you know well, supposedly. Well, yeah, but that, but that's that. I'm saying that's the attitude. Mm-hmm. That's that's what people say when they see Roblox. They go, "Oh, well, that's a kids' game." They don't know all the weird stuff that's being made in those custom games. Mm-hmm. Like they just or all the creepy people that are there. Yeah, they Roblox just, is full of bad people. It really, really is. If you have children, please make sure they you know where, what chat rooms, what chats they're in on Roblox. Mm-hmm. Chat rooms. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a child of the 90s, all right? <laughs> Get onto my Hotmail, go check out some chat rooms. Yeah. Maybe wait till the parents go to bed. We'll go to the ones we're not supposed to go to. AOL Instant Messenger. You got a webcam? Holy shit, we oh, got a webcam. Oh, damn. Oh, why do we have a webcam? Oh, uh, God, why? Oh, no. Is that another person jerking off? <laughs> why are they doing this? <laughs> And that was the internet for a while. For a long while. <laughs> Go to YouTube and you look up stupid videos of either the most childish things ever or people dying. Those are basically the <laughs> only things YouTube had on it. <laughs> really, really racist content we all thought was fine. Yeah. Or like the guy that was just constantly yelling at his cats. He was walking around and like the cat would be up on the counter. He's like, get down from there, you bitch! He was just, like, screaming at his cats. Oh, you remember Tourette's guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Your fish sticks are hard as tits! <laughs> You're grounded. For what? For not thinking the garbage is supposed to sound like Chewbacca taking a shit! <laughs> Fuck salt! <laughs> oh, Tourette's guy. Yeah, Charlie the Unicorn. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, either that or people dying. That was yeah. all YouTube was. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's funny in this article that uh, they say Disney did not say what the valuation of Epic, a private company, would be after the media company's funding. 
I'm sure they didn't. They don't want people to know what they're going to pay for that because it's a stupid amount of money. Bob Iger said, this is probably our biggest foray into the gaming space ever. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, their little one-off games did fine, but... Like Kingdom Epic Hearts. Mi- Kingdom Hearts was huge, yeah. But, like, I, I always think of things like Epic Mickey and whatnot, like the oh, other yeah. games that they... W- because because Kingdom Hearts was also made by Square, who and it had all the ties to Final Fantasy, yeah. and it, they brought all of those fans along with them for the ride, and then they built just one of them. Honestly, I, I know people are... This is kind of a hot take at this point, but I love Kingdom Hearts. I <laughs> The first two games, for sure, are just a lot of fun, and... I don't I don't think people actually hate Kingdom Hearts. I don't think there's anybody out there who, like, legitimately hates it. I think everybody is confused by it, even the people who like it. And that's where the issue comes from, because there's Not just, the people in Japan, because they have all 27 games or yeah, whatever, yeah, I was so. say, There's just... <laughs> So many games and so many of them weren't released here. So you get like a, a like review of the story, and like that review includes things that you never experienced in games. So you're just like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same with like a lot of Final Fantasy games. There's a lot more Final Fantasy games that were released in Japan than there are in America. And a lot of the ones that are only released in Japan are like super realistic and like gory, bloody. Like the the b- battle animations are a lot more realistic and yeah. shit. And just like, man, why don't we get that cool shit? <laughs> Ratings board. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Karen moms. Mom yeah. groups. Well, we get away with a lot more these days. I mean, you should be able to bring some religion. of those over. Like we get away with Doom and shit nowadays. It should be fine. There's, there's a difference between killing demons and killing people. You can be as gory as you want if you're fighting for God. <laughs> I guess. That's, it's, that, you're not, like, it's No, because in, in Doom, whatever, the, the, the newest one, the not Doom Eternal, that's what it is, you go to heaven and you kill angels. Well, yeah, but that, that's after you've killed a lot of demons, and I'd be willing to bet that most Christians have bowed out already just because of the gore, but they knew you were killing demons, so they were like, whatever. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but uh, I'm 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 not joking when a lot of this just comes from the religious fundamentalism of this country. Bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. It is. It's fucked and bullshit, and it shouldn't impact our lives so much as non-religious folk. I agree. Dumb. There's mm-hmm. a continuation of the quote I read like five minutes ago. Perfect. Um, which I think is not only timely, but an important step when you look at the demographic trends and where Gen Alpha and Gen Z and even Millennials are spending their time in me- media, he said. Okay. Does, is he saying that lots of people are watching Disney and playing Fortnite anyways, so why don't we just combine the two? Yes. <laughs> Then say that. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound businessy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they they discussed the the collaborations with Lego and with Harmonix because they did that rock band thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, we got we got another business biz, Disney business quote. No, it's a Disney quote. That's you had it right. Disney. 
Yes. Bis- like Bisbee Bees? Yeah, yeah, like Bisbee Bees, yeah. All right. Um, Bisbee was one of the first companies to believe in the potential of bringing their worlds together with ours in Fortnite. And they use Unreal Engine across their portfolio. So to Epic, oh, this is Epic Games, I'm sorry. Um, said Epic Games founder and CEO Tim Sweeney in a statement. Now we're collaborating on something entirely new to build a persistent, open, and interoperable interoperable (laughs) ecosystem that will bring together the Disney and Fortnite communities. Okay. Yeah. So that's... Very interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a whole thing. Like, that's going to... I mean, that's going to at least take the kids by storm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there'll be... I don't know. I, I'm hesitant. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge fan of Lego, but um, all of the Lego games I've played that weren't just um, franchise games, like the Star Wars or Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. um, but, which are both great, by the way, um, just franchise Lego games, awesome. Yeah. But um, most of their original games are convoluted in the worst ways. Mm-hmm. Like, they tend to just have way too many options for very simple things. And I, I don't know. It should, shouldn't should be that way. Lego's supposed to feel really simple and then get complex as you figure it out. And their games just look and feel complex as far as the options go. I bet if you're a kid and you're just like, Plowing. Lego stuff. Yeah, and you're just plowing <laughs> through it. It's not even, you don't think about those options. It's mm-hmm. not a thing. But when you are thinking about those options and you have that many of them, it makes it really stressful. Yeah, an adult playing that game gets overwhelmed very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm like, alright, I'm gonna go old man, but back in the day, they had Lego <laughs> Racers, and that was the best fucking, one of the best racing games that I ever played, and it was just... It was all based on, like, um, one of those really simple, like, it was, like, six blocks long and had the um, four pegs for wheels, right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what all the cars were based on, was that very simple premise. So you could only have such a built car, and you, like, there wasn't customized your own cars, you just got to pick from the different Lego cars, but they were all pretty close, like, in size. Yeah. And you could have, like, a pirate ship or, like, a, a fucking goddamn, like, a monster truck kind of style <laughs> car. Like, there were just there were just different styles of yeah. Lego car. I mean, just go from pirate ship to monster truck is a pretty big jump, so... I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, Lego Racer, my point is, was a really fun, like, and not Ra- Lego Racer 2K or whatever, the, the one that just came out. I haven't played that yet, and I would like to. It looks like it could be fun, but it also looks like it suffers from the too many options problem. Yeah. Um, but the that game was fun because it was Lego, it was simple, it was fun. Yeah. And I, I just feel like Lego needs to cut it back on the on the... Thing. On the convolutedness. Yeah. Uh, but I, I haven't... My point in saying all of that was that I haven't tried LEGO Fortnite yet because of all of that. Mm-hmm. The amount of options in Fortnite already combined with their track record of uh, their self-published games is just like... Hmm. 
<laughs> I don't. I just don't know if I like it will be a good fit for me or if I will enjoy it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What? What? Uh, you were? Uh, you're gonna talk about Resident Evil? Oh yeah, yeah. I've just been. So I borrowed Resident Evil Eight back from you. <laughs> borrowed it back. Yeah. Well, you're gonna take it back when some point. Yeah. When I when I beat seven. <laughs> when you beat seven. When when you beat seven, Ian's gonna borrow seven because he wants to play it again. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I need to get the new Tekken so I can get you boys over just to, to play it. Oh yeah, yeah. Good luck getting us out of here if you do that. <laughs> um, well, I need to get new other controllers too. So, but I've been I've so been playing Resident Evil Eight. I got it back from you. What last like four or five days ago? A week ago, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe about a week ago. Maybe about a week ago. I'm on my third playthrough of it since I got it back from you. <laughs> um, because I've just been. I, I did one playthrough where I took it kind of slow, and I was just going around exploring, getting everything. It took about nine hours, um, which is a little slower than the first time I ever beat it. First time I beat it, I beat it in like eight and a half, eight forty, and then it took about nine for that one. I did a, a new game plus run, or no, I did a second run that wasn't a new game plus run. That Ooh. was just um, me going through it again, just raw dogging it. And for I a second time. did that one Going in about, seconds. about six hours and 40 minutes. Can't get enough of that zombie raw dog. And then as I did that one, I was going through and um, going through and upgrading all the guns and getting all the accessories and stuff and completing the challenges that are in the game because there's challenges for, like, doing specific things in the story of the game. Right. And um, you finish the challenges, and it gives you points, and then on the main menu you can go to, like, an extra content store where you spend the points you get from beating the challenges to, like, buy brand-new unlockable guns that are more powerful or, oh, yeah. like, uh, infinite ammo for your guns. Different, all, all the different character models and stuff in the concept art, so oh, you can actually cool, look yeah. at it and whatnot. All, all that cool shit. Yeah. So, I, I've been doing that. I gotta say, there's a lot of things, like, in life, you offer me clothing, most of the time I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay. But in a video game, if you offer me a new outfit, I will do the hardest mission in the game if it's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I work for outfits in video games. I don't know what that is. This one is uh, all first person, much like 7, so yeah. there's no new outfits. But it is cool to be able to unlock like the character models, the concept art, like all, all of that shit. I think yeah. that's really fun. Um, and uh, now I'm on my third playthrough of it, which I'm actually doing a new game plus play through this time so i was able to keep all my super powerful guns as i just kind of ran through the story and i'm just going through at this point like gathering up as much money as i can on these playthroughs to get all the extra guns and the infinite ammos eventually i'm gonna have all the all that done and i'll be able to run through and do the three hour there's a challenge for beating the game in under three hours that i'm kind of working towards hell yeah i think on this new game plus playthrough record run this let's let's just go let's just Let's just look it up, figure it out. Let's do this. Let's see what the world... Oh, you're actually going to look it up now. Fuck yeah. I just want to know what the fastest time is. You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> Let's do this. We'll film it for True Neutral, and we'll release it to the world. 
Um, the world record currently is an hour and 26 minutes and 45 seconds. Oh, yeah, you got this. Um, I'm currently on this run-through. I'm about... I'm a little over halfway, and I'm, like, just over the two-hour mark on this run. Yeah, but you haven't done the thing yet. You haven't gotten all the things No, I haven't gotten all the things yet. And and some of that, like, I'm going to have to go through and, like... Because the, the last two guns, the two, like, quote-unquote best guns in the game, um, you have to beat on the harder difficulties. Like, so I have to go through and beat it on, like, the hardest difficulty to unlock the best gun. And right. then when I, I do that, then I can get the infinite ammo for it. So I still have, like... A, quite a bit to do, yeah. but right you now I'm just this? yeah, no I'm just, yeah I'm chipping away at it. I think if if I just get better at like figuring out my route as I'm running through and getting all the things right now, yeah. I'm just kind of memorizing the route as I'm gaining the money, and then by the time I get done with that, hopefully I'll be able to just sprint through the whole thing. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. my goal. Yeah. So that that'd be fun. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, under an hour and a half. That's that's fucking that's so fast. <laughs> Especially um you also have to consider I I didn't look it up, but that's probably a PC run oh, and yeah. I'm playing on a PS4. So um the load screens actually hinder you a lot in that. That um, makes sense. So you the PS4 record is probably not in a, uh, at that space, I, right. I would assume, because I I know that the PC load he said times. Hopefully, I, uh, <laughs> no, I I know that the PC load times are a lot lot faster than the right. PS4 load times. Does that actually add to your playtime? It does. Yeah, it's like um you have to also um s- skip all of the cinematics oh, because the runtime keeps it? playing. Um, there's actually, when you hit the, the pause button in the game, there's actually a timer at the top that tells you how long you've been playing in your run. Damn. So, that's how I know I've been playing this one for a little over two hours at about halfway done. So you can't even, like, take time to pause or it'll add seconds? No, the pausing, it doesn't add seconds when you pause the game. Oh, okay. Um, but anything else you're doing will add seconds. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, including cinematics and everything. And on the PS4 version, um, the, the game lags enough that it, in a lot of cutscenes, you have to actually let the cutscene run for about five or six seconds before you can open the <laughs> pause menu and skip it. Goddamn. Um, there's also some things that I found, like, uh, they hid some load times between, like, uh, in an elevator. You'll go up or down an elevator, and they'll hide, like, a load time behind that. Right. And there's one specific one that I found where if you run to it, like, too fast, then you'll be in the elevator for, like, a really long time <laughs> because it just hasn't loaded the game all yeah. the way yet. Um, there's another one where the gate... There's, like, a, a switch you flip, and then the gate starts to go, and it, the gate moves really, really fucking slow, right? <laughs> and the gate's moving really slow because behind that it's loading the rest of the level or whatever. Right. So if you sprint to it, you get there fast enough that you see the gate moving at, like, this imperceptibly slow pace, <laughs> and it's slowly moving, slowly moving, and then as soon as the level's done loading, it just, whoomp, and the gate <laughs> opens up all quick as shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, damn. All right, so get good and then come do it on my PS5. Yeah, get good. Uh, maybe get a, the PC version of it. Yeah. And PC would probably be the, the optimal way to run it. Well, yeah. And then right. I'll just bring my 
PlayStation controller over because that's how I'm used to playing is on the PlayStation controller. Yeah. I would suck with a mouse and keyboard. I know I would. Oh. <laughs> uh. Mouse and keyboard is never... I know that that's how you should play first-person shooters. It just makes sense, but... Man, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I've just played with a controller for so long that yeah. I'm just not good at mouse and keyboard. Yeah, no, I, I don't know if I could do quick action with a mouse and keyboard. Just because I, yeah, I too have just been controller running it up since I was six. Yeah. Like, I know, like, once you get used to it, because I used to play Halo Custom Edition in LAN parties when I was in high school. And so I know, like, once you get used to it, it is a lot smoother and a lot more convenient to play mouse and keyboard. But just that transitional period fucking sucks. (laughs) Well, what do you you rate um, fucking going after the the fastest time on Resident Evil 7? Uh, uh, 8. 8? 8. 8. Resident Evil 8, sorry. Um, You know, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I got it back just to play it once through, because the joke when I took the game back from him was like, I'm sure, you know, I'm going to beat it before you even start playing that again, and lo and behold, I've beaten it almost three times now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would have had time if I hadn't gotten a new game myself, but I, I actually do want to try it on my PS5 and just see, like, if there's a notable difference in load times and stuff. Yeah, is PS5 backwards compatible to PS4 games? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Neat. Um... Well, I, I've i been having a lot, a lot of fun with it. I'm going to rate it like 95 devs yeah. out of 100. The load times kind of get me. But there's still moments of the game where even though like a lot of it, like I'm not scared by like the jump scares or anything anymore, you know? like right. Even like big bosses coming after me, I'm just kind of like, oop, oop, how's it going? And I kite them around the room and I run past them and shit. Like I'm not really scared by the game like I was the first time I played through it, which yeah. actually had... You go back and listen to me talk about it, like, some of the best jump scares I've had in a game in a very long fucking time. Right. But, um, I will say that there is one part of the game, no matter how many times I beat this game, there's one part where I go into it, and there's just the smallest ball of dread in my stomach that I know I have to go through this section of the game again. (laughs) And it happens every time. I'm like... It's not a hard part of the game. It's honestly probably one of the fastest parts of the game once you get it down. Like, it's done so quickly. But it is legitimately one of the creepiest things you have to go through in almost any video game I've ever played. And it puts this little ball of dread in my gut every time, and I love that. (laughs) It's so good. I'm really excited for you to play 8 so that you can get to... Because I know that this is a part of the game... That will it might stop you for like weeks because you're just gonna be like I don't want to do it <laughs> I just I don't want to and I know that Fair it, enough. yeah I know that and I'm really excited to hear hear how it goes for you <laughs> it took me way too long to be chainsaw daddy <laughs> no and this one is is just oh god it is just existential dread it's just oh, like I can handle that it's physically being attacked by somebody bigger than me that I get fucked up. That does happen as well. Alright. And then it's a section... I'm not gonna ruin it. I can't. <laughs> no. I, I need you to find it and just uh, come to me with your honest opinion once you've done it. <laughs> Alright. Well, uh, I, I have come around to buying a game that I, I actually almost pre-ordered this game 
back when it was being announced. I've been following its development forever. Yeah. And I've been wanting to play it for a long time. But then it came out, and it was it was not good when it came out. <laughs> they did a bad job. There was big controversy about the pre-orders and everything. So um, I, I, I held off on getting it. Yeah. And then I held off even longer because... Well, I I just wanted a very nice, very nice console to, uh, you know, run it smoothly. So I I got No Man's Sky when I got my PS Five. Very nice, very nice. The the game that no one thought would come, and then when it came, it was just a big pile of shit. Yeah. Stuck in a sack with a couple of raccoons fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about all I ever heard of it, so I'm excited to hear more now. Yeah, so um, when it came out, from what I understand is it, it just didn't have variation or depth. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a flat space scape, basically. Yeah, okay. But um, as far as I can tell, that really they, they made a statement shortly after that and were like, this wasn't the game we wanted to bring you, it's just what we were able to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. As far as I can tell, they've really gotten it to the point that they wanted to. Like, when I was listening to what this game was going to be in 2014... Right. I was like, no way, this can't happen. And yeah, it came it's out in 2016, impossible. It was still impossible pretty much to do what they were talking about, but it's not now. Yeah. Um, in the last few years, they have really uh, made made it fun to play like so far i i will disclaimer here that i have maybe 10 hours okay like it just like two or three hour chunks when i can mm-hmm. um uh, the and it's mostly just been mining like just getting resources figuring stuff out yeah and i you just start on a planet you get these weird cryptic messages from something beautiful and that's that's basically what you start with subnautica in space there's nothing better yeah that's that's exactly what kirsten said actually (laughs) (laughs) i love subnautica yeah it's such a fun game Uh, that's 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 basically it so you you start and you are just on a planet i don't know if it randomizes the planet you start on every time or if you have a starting planet set but um i i started on a planet that was like nearly 200 degrees Fahrenheit, and I am, like, you have to constantly monitor your, uh, your, your, like, what is it? The, it's like climate control, but for yourself. Oh, okay. Like the, 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 your, your temperature regulator. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's something, anyway, it, it protects you. You protection on the outside of your suit. Okay. Um, you have to monitor your oxygen system. And you have to, you have a mining tool that you're constantly using, and you have to monitor that thing's fuel as well. Um, but everything that you need for at least the first little bit is just basic minerals that you can mine very easily. You just look at them, mm-hmm. and you use your little laser beam, and you mine them. There's not like, you don't have to go over and collect things, which is nice. It just appears to you when you destroy stuff. Hell yeah. And I, I like that, because it just makes things less tedious as yeah. far as overall just playing the game is concerned, because you can destroy things from far away. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of comes to you. Yeah. And it's super nice. Um, 
it just makes that more convenient. It makes the collecting and mining more fun to do because you don't have to do the whole thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, that that component, it almost reminds me a little bit of, uh, of Raft, another survival kind of game like that where yeah. you're on the ocean and you are on, like, a tiny little raft and you just essentially build out the raft and you can find islands and shit. Oh, cool. But while you're floating on the ocean, you can build these nets that just go on the side of your raft that there's constantly just debris and all sorts of stuff floating around in the ocean that you the nets will just collect for you, and then cool. you can just run around and grab it and then use it to build your raft more. Nice. So, like, that that kind of feels like that, where the resources kind of come to you in a way. Yeah. So that it's just the ease of, of being able to play. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing that I, I'm assuming was improved, was that just just doing these really repetitive, simple tasks is fun, because... I have to kind of try and remember where my ship is or where my uh, base is and then go out, get all the materials I need while still making sure that I have the materials necessary for my suit. Yeah. Like, and then you have to, like, purify materials to get other materials so you can do... It's, it's, it's just a, a resource-building mm-hmm. thing so far, and it's great. But the the thing that makes it the most fun is you can, like... You scan stuff, and you discover stuff, and everything you discover, you can name. Mm-hmm. And I love that. You can just... There's just, you know, natural inhabitants of the planet there, so you can just take pictures of this creature and call it a Dick Smasher 2. <laughs> <laughs> that's and a good that, name. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I've been having a lot of fun with just, like, dumb things like that but it's it's also just really cool to just have that you know is you yeah can, you can name the rocks you can name the plants you can name the anything mm-hmm. and uh i i think my absolute favorite part of this game is the travel because you you start with a ship and it's just a basic little spaceship i think you can either upgrade it or get new ships over time all right um but i'm, I'm just not that far yet yeah <laughs> uh the the ship itself assumed like you have to make sure that you have fuel and that your shields are good and that if you're shooting weapons that you have ammunition. Okay. Like you, you have to have all the things. And like describing this game, it sounds like something I don't like. Yeah. Like I don't usually like big resource building gathering games. They're not they're not my favorite thing. I tried to play Stardew Valley because my partner loves it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't care. <laughs> that game. It's just not up my alley. But this, I think it's specifically because I have a spaceship, is up my alley. Yeah, yeah. Something about being in space makes everything better. Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to explore. And, like, there's not a game about being a person exploring, like, the jungles of the Amazon when nobody knew what it was. Yeah. That would be a fun game. But, like, this this is basically that. For yeah. us. Yeah, for space. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's... It's just... A, it's it's exploring. It's being an explorer. And that's something I've always wished I could do. But, like, everywhere on Earth's been traveled, man. Right. And the parts that haven't been traveled have been by government agents who will shoot you if you go there. <laughs> um, Are there, like, lots of uh, hostile things? Do you have, like, weapons you got to fend stuff off with? I do have... Uh, 
A basic weapon uh, with my my mining laser, I can use as a laser laser. Okay. And there's there's been one hostile fauna creature on the planet that I'm on. I don't need to say fauna creature. No, no. I would. I mean, if it was a flora creature, that would be interesting. Yeah. It well, it, <laughs> it looks like flora. It, it, it's this weird little tentacle that comes out of the ground. Okay. And it it does look like a plant, but it like just slaps you a bit. <laughs> just kind of whack whack. Yeah, and uh, so those things are hostile, and I I can kill them, but that's oh I and this thing that released toxic spores underground. Oh, nifty. Yeah, so I had to run away from that. Yeah, I, I could kill them from a distance, but I had to wait for the spores to dissipate. Get yourself a gas mask. Yeah, uh, you can get um. Like toxin upgrades and radiation upgrades. I did run into a cargo container that had a radiation leak, and I had to run away from that. Neat. Yes, but you can get uh, protections upgrades for your suit. That's cool. Make that not a danger so much. I'm being quiet again, and I need to just be up on my microphone. Yeah, it's on a boom. Just move it closer to you. Yeah. <laughs> I forget about that. I keep leaning forward, leaning into it, and then <laughs> falling comfortably back. Uh, the the oh the other fun thing that he just basically starts you out with is you can just change the terrain. Oh. Oh, so you have uh, a one of those th- a terraformer? Yeah, you have a terraformer. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And you can just mine, flatten. You can recover stuff. You can raise it up. Okay, that's really interesting. So when Subnautica uh, first came out, um, they also had a terraformer uh, tool where right. you could do that as well. Um, but back when Subnautica came out, when like what, 2016, 2017, something like that, I think. Yeah. Um, that tool just fucking broke the game. <laughs> it, like, literally just, like, it, it not, like, broke it, like, to where, like, it would ruin the story or whatever. No, like, it would just lock the game. Like, because <laughs> you could do too much with it, and then the game couldn't handle you taking all of its resources and moving them around to all these different <laughs> places, and it would just, the game would just lock up and freeze, and just, like, it would just break the game. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think, uh, I don't think this one can break it, because I feel like people would be talking about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, if they've got it figured out, then uh, I'm sure if they hadn't, it wouldn't be in the game at yeah. this point. That There's a reason that the terraforming tool is not in the main release of Subnautica. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It was in one of the betas or alphas that they had that tool, and they were having people test it, and I remember just, it broke the ever-loving fuck out of that game. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so the, you can scan around, and you, with your scanner you can find all kinds of stuff, like uh, you know, the, the plants you need, the buildings, random crash ships, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. There's a spaceport I found. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, just has a, just it's just a place where people park and then they leave, and you can trade with the people there. And you can apparently recruit people to your squadron, but I'm not there yet. All right, so that you will eventually come across other people. Like, are they actual people or are they just like NPCs? Well, they're NPCs. Okay, I, I um, am doing a solo thing. I 
Could you go online and then run into other people out I, in space? I believe so. And I believe it did say that people could interact with my campaign. Like, I think that's possible. But, like, for the most part, I'm going to be running into NPCs because I prefer it that way. That's, that is just an interesting thing that you could... I wonder how populated space would be. Like, if you went online to, like, a global server or whatever and just, like, are, do they have, like, freeway systems set up <laughs> so people don't crash their ships into each other and shit? Like, how many people are, are there, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder, but I also wonder if, like, because I have, I have not been, like, very... Arguing over who named a rock what <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be fun, but, uh, the... So far, I've only been to the planet and the spaceport, so I haven't traveled that far. Yeah. Uh, but as far as I can tell, it's big. Like, it's it's a space. Like, it's actually Yeah, like yeah. And I w- I'm also interested, once, once you get going more, I w- uh, I'm going to, probably when we come back to it, I'll ask again. But, like, I'm interested to know, like, how long it actually takes you to, like, get between planets or whatever like if you're out searching like because Uh, i'm sure once you've found a place and you get far enough in the game you're gonna have some sort of like a a warp drive or something so you can kind of blip in between them already so i can tell you that uh when you're traveling just in space uh so the spaceport is off planet from the planet i'm on Mm -hmm. and so it, it is like a couple of like I, I don't want to say they're definitely planets, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's a ways away. Yeah. And uh, you your ship is pretty fast, especially, like, if you're on planet, you almost don't ever go full speed unless you're leaving the planet or definitely not landing anytime soon. Okay. Because you will crash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when you leave the atmosphere, you you know, it's not that fast because you need to go quite a ways. And so you have a circle boost which is nice, but then you also have the pulse drive, which is just hyperspeed. Okay. And uh, it actually tells you on the thing, once you're at, like, full speed, it'll tell you, it'll take you, like, this many minutes and this many seconds to get there, and it it was telling me, like, 40 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And that's real time? Yeah, like, as soon as I... That's insane. While you're speeding up, it's, like, you know, going faster and faster, but then, like, once you're at top speed, it will just hold, and, like, it's counting down the seconds. Wow, that's crazy. That's so cool. Yeah, so you engage the pulse drive, it takes, like, ten seconds. Neat. Okay, one last question before I ask for uh, your current rating of game. Um, Do you think there's potential to find either Space Dragon or Space Whale? I don't know about that, but I would love it. Um, it. With a game this big, and if they have it planned where it could potentially, you could take that long to travel between places and whatnot. Like, if you're just out enjoying space, you don't think they'll put in some fun space creature that'll just kind of float by? It would be an absolute shame if they haven't done anything like that, but I also understand that that might be difficult to put in at such a rare... In such a rare way, but also in a way that would be discoverable without being, like, overbearing. Not if the game was that big. Yeah. I, you I, put in, like, 
two or three little Easter eggs, like a space dragon, a space whale, and then some other space creature. And you're space like space tiger, and you're like, eventually, someone will be just kind of dicking around, taking their time, flying through space, and be like. What's that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you really got to hope they did. Uh, but right now, I'm going to give this a solid like 90 out of 100 depths. Oh, like, nice. Hell yeah. I'm really enjoying it. It's everything it's supposed to be, which is a space exploration yeah. so far. It, it's a little bit easy to build stuff, but I think if it weren't, that it would be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Everything that I, like, am unsure of right now, I'm unsure of because I'm just not there yet. That's like, fair. I can recruit people to come to my bases uh, at the spaceport, but I literally don't have the stuff necessary to recruit them. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I, I'm just, I haven't unlocked all of the game yet. I'm just not there. But, like, the first few hours have been a lot of fun. Hell yeah. And I'm excited to just go mine more stuff. Right? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And I, I can't wait to play Jedi Survivor. I will talk about that when I get it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're over an hour, so I think we're good on a hypothetical unless you've got one you wanted to ask. I don't have one off the top of my head, no. Uh, all right. So I think I think we're good for this week. Tune into True Neutral Ass if you want long-form hypotheticals. Yes, yeah, so that is where we do that. True Neutral Ass, that's another channel. You can go search on the Spotify or the wherevers. It's up. It's places. Said so tune in. <laughs> Find it on the radio. I dare you. That would be impressive. <laughs> uh, don't forget we also have uh, True Neutral Presents Bad Movies. We will have some fun new bad movies coming to you very, very soon. Yeah, Derek showed me them and I'm very excited. <laughs> And uh, True Neutral True Crime is also a channel that we have. True Neutral, uh, what else is there? Cryptids Around the World, that, that might be up. It's not up. It's not up. It's not up. And, uh, but you can search it in our regular feed and listen to cryptid stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely still there. Yeah. Uh, CRTW might be easier to search. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you have anything you want to say, go ahead and get a hold of us at trueneutralpod.gmail.com. We're always around. Send us an email. Smee email. We'll read it eventually. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. 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 We will. Oh, we got a good mythical morning uh, nightlight. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you said let's talk about it. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's in our bathroom now. Oh, they're, they're retiring too. Rhett and Link are retiring. Are they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's sad. But, I mean... I mean, they've been at it a long time, so, yeah. you know. They probably have enough money to fund their grandchildren's college. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Yeah. Seem like good dudes. Anyway. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>